Good morning. The meeting will come to order. Welcome to the Tuesday, December 15th special meeting of the Government Audit and Oversight Committee. I'm Supervisor Gordon Marr, the chair of this committee, and I'm joined by Vice, Vice Chair Aaron Peskin and committee member Matt Haney will be joining us shortly. Um, thank you to this committee's clerk, John Carroll, and I'd also like to thank SFGovTV for having this meeting. Uh, Mr. Clerk, do you have any announcements? Yes, thank you, Mr. Chair. In order to protect the public, board members, and city employees during the COVID-19 health emergency, the Board of Supervisors Legislative Chamber and committee room are closed. This precaution is taken pursuant to all various local, state, and federal orders, declarations, and directives. Committee members will attend this meeting through video conference and participate in the meeting to the same extent as if they are physically present in the chamber. Public comment will be available for each item on this agenda. Both San Francisco Cable Channel 26 and SFGovTV.org are streaming a public comment call-in number across the screen at this time. Your opportunity to speak and provide your comments during any of these public comment periods will be available via phone by calling 415-655-0001. Once connected and prompted into the meeting ID for today's meeting, which is 146-582-4744, followed by pressing the pound symbol twice. Once you're connected, you will hear the meeting discussions, but you'll be muted. Your line will be in a listening mode only. When your item of interest comes up, dial star followed by three to be added to the speaker line. A system prompt will indicate that you have raised your hand. Please wait until the system indicates that you've been unmuted and you may then begin your comments. Best practices are to call from a quiet location, to speak slow, clearly and slowly, and to turn down your television, your radio, or your streaming device. Please uh, be mindful of any potential time delays and speaking discrepancies that we may encounter between live coverage and streaming. Alternatively, you may submit public comment in either of the following ways. You may email me. My name is John Carroll. I'm the clerk of the Government Audit and Oversight Committee, and my email address is john.carroll at sfgov.org. If you choose to submit public comment via email, I'll include your comments as part of the legislative file. Your written comments may also be sent to our office by U.S. Postal Service. Our office in City Hall is the clerk's office. One Dr. Carlton B. Goodlett Place, room 244, San Francisco, California, 94102. That ends my announcements, Mr. Chair. Thank you, Mr. Clerk. Um, can you please call item number one? Yes. Agenda one is a reenactment of emergency ordinance number 59-20 to temporarily require private employer employers with 500 or more employees to provide public health emergency leave during the public health emergency related to COVID-19. Members of the public who wish to provide public comment on this item should call the public comment number. I'm going to repeat it. 415-655-0001. Enter the meeting ID of 146-582-4744. Press the pound symbol twice to connect to the meeting and then press the star key, followed by the number three to enter the queue to speak. And finally, Mr. Chair, I'm in receipt of a memo from your desk requesting that this matter be agendized and considered as a committee report for consideration by the Board of Supervisors later today, that being during the December 15th regular meeting. Thank you. Um, colleagues, this policy has been before us many times um, before, so I'll be very brief. Um, this reenactment, again, extends public health emergency leave for a further 60 days. This groundbreaking policy provides two extra weeks of fully paid leave for workers impacted by COVID-19. Um, and is more important now than ever, 
um, as we face the worst surge in transmissions of the entire pandemic. Economic security and public health are deeply intertwined, and this protection for workers helps protect all of us. Um, I'm proud of our original ordinance served as a model for statewide legislation. And colleagues, I urge your support for this reenactment today. Um, why don't we go to public comments? Mr. Clifford, are there any I understand that there's no one listening right now, but I will go over the script for public comment one more time just to give callers one more opportunity. Uh, for those who have already connected to our meeting via phone, please press star followed by three to be added to the queue if you wish to speak for this item. For those already on hold in the queue, please continue to wait until you're prompted to begin. You will hear a prompt that informs you that your line has been unmuted. For those who are watching our meeting on cable channel 26 or via a streaming link or through sfgovtv.org, if you wish to speak on this item, now is your opportunity. Call in by following the instructions displaying on your screen. That would be by dialing 415-655-0001. Enter the meeting ID of today's meeting, which is 146-582-4744. Press the pound symbol twice, and then press star followed by three to enter the queue to speak. I'm checking now to see if we have any callers. There are no callers, Mr. Chair. Great. Thank you, Mr. Clerk. Um, public comment is now closed. Um, colleagues, I would like to move that we recommend um, this to the full board as a committee report. Mr. Clerk, can you please call roll? On the motion offered by Chair Marr that this item be recommended as a committee report, Vice Chair Peskin. Aye. Peskin, aye. Member Haney. Aye. Haney, aye. Chair Marr. Aye. Mar, I, Mr. Chair, there are three eyes. Thank you. Um, can you please call item number two, Mr. Clerk? Agenda two is a resolution approving a historical property contract between Pacific Stables Property Owner LLC, the owners of 450 Pacific, and the city and county under Administrative Code Chapter 71, and authorizing the planning director and the assessor recorder to execute and record the historical property contract. Members of the public who wish to provide public comment on this matter should call the public comment number, which is still 415-655-0001. Enter the meeting ID for today's meeting, which is 146-582-4744. Press the pound symbol twice to connect to the meeting and then press the star key followed by the number three to enter the queue to speak. A system prompt will indicate that you've raised your hand. Please wait until the system indicates that you've been unmuted and that will be your opportunity to begin your comments. And finally, like the previous item, Mr. Chair, this item has been agendized as a committee report. Thank you. Um, I'd like to welcome up Michelle Taylor, who's a senior preservation planner at the planning department and here to speak on this item. Um, Ms. Taylor, the floor is yours. Thank you, Supervisor Marr, and thank you for hearing this item today. Um, I'm Michelle Taylor from the Planning Department, and uh, I'd like to just share my screen. Just a minute. And can you hear, see that? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Great, thank you. Good morning, Supervisors. The item before you today is the proposed Mills Act Historical Property Contract for 450 Pacific Avenue. The Mills Act legislation authorizes local governments to enter into 10-year rolling contracts with private owners of qualified historic properties. 
This agreement provides property tax reductions to owners of those historic properties who can then allocate the savings towards an appropriate maintenance and restoration plan. The item before you today is to correct the record regarding the proposed scope of rehabilitation work for the 450 Pacific Avenue. On November 19th, staff inaccurately presented to this committee that the estimated cost of rehabilitation work for this property was $782,655 over a 10-year period. However, this estimate did not include the cost of rehabilitation of the ground floor storefront, and therefore the correct valuation of the proposed rehabilitation cost is $1,280,338 over a 10-year period. Pacific Avenue is a contributing building to the Jackson Square Historic District. It is a four-story over-basement brick and timber office building, first constructed circa 1887 as the Kentucky Stables Building and rebuilt after the 1906 earthquake and fire. The proposed rehabilitation plan includes the rehabilitation of the non-original storefront with a more historically compatible and appropriate design, replacement, a replacement of the parapet flashing, repairing roofing and window carge, treating all exterior or exposed steel and skylights, and repointing, patching, and cleaning of brickwork. Rehabilitation work is estimated to cost $1,280,338 over 10 years. And the proposed maintenance plan includes annual inspection of roofing, flashing, pointing, metal corrosion, drainage points, and biological growth. Additionally, when 60% or more of the window Windows on either Pacific Avenue or Osgood Place facades are deteriorated beyond repair. The property owner will replace all the windows with new wood double hung windows that are compatible with the historic character of the building. Maintenance work is estimated to cost $14,725 annually. The property owner will receive an estimated property tax savings of $99,225. This is a 26.46% reduction from factored base year value. This concludes my presentation. Planning staff is here to answer any questions. The property owner is also present to speak on behalf of their application or any, answer any questions you may have. Also, Michael Drine from the Assessor Recorder's Office is here today to speak on the property tax valuation. This concludes my presentation. Thank you. Thank you, um, Ms. Taylor, for the presentation. Um, actually, I did want to see if the um, <clears throat> the property owner, um, Mr. Feldman, might want to share any remarks before before we go to board questions and discussion. Sure. May I speak? Yeah, please. Um, so, one, I'd like to uh, just thank planning staff uh, and the supervisors as well for taking the time to hear our project today and for the effort that's been put in thus far. Um, you know, I, I, while I do know in the original hearing, um, our project was not fully represented. I will say that planning staff has worked with us significantly along with our supervisor for this project, Supervisor Aaron Peskin's office to correct the record on the project. And um, the, uh, the work here on this is, is, is fairly significant. Um, it's not work that we would be undertaking without the guidance of, of planning staff in the process. Um, we're excited to do so. Uh, and, and really, I would just say that um, we're here to answer any questions that you may have or about the project, how we got to, to what we're planning for it, um, for the project. Um, 
more specifically. Thank you, Mr. Feldman. Um, Supervisor Peskin. Yeah, Mr. Chairman, uh, first of all, I uh, want to um, thank you for scheduling this special meeting and uh, agendizing this as a committee report. And I want to thank Mr. Feldman and uh, his uh, team for their patience since our last meeting. Um, and thank planning staff for being forthright about the half a million dollar difference. Um, what I'd like to ask through the chair to Mr. Feldman is when um, the investment of this approximately $1.3 million would be forthcoming during the MILSAC period. So the, the investment's broken down over time because there's a few different elements to it. Specifically in, on the report, we have uh, eight years to complete the renovation of the front of the building. And the specific purpose of that timing is to align it um, with essentially when we re-tenant the space we bought the building from the uh, from the current tenant, and they planned to move to another space. Due to the COVID-19 pandemic, we offered them a discounted rent to stay into the space so that we'd be able to continue to afford it. Um, they're currently planning to be on, in the space for three years, but economic circumstances might change. We might extend them an additional two years. They might leave more quickly. Uh, at the point in which they leave the space is when we would make the investment in the space as it would be unoccupied. Um, so we built it out to give ourselves time to get that complete, but the timing will really be dictated um, by when it is, is no longer tenanted. So we wanted to just give ourselves uh, some additional time if for some reason we needed to extend the rent due to prevailing economic circumstances. Understood. And so Mr. Chairman and Supervisor Haney, that really, I think, brings a question to Mr. Jine, um, and I want to appreciate him for uh, the um, his discussions with my staff, uh, helping walk us through the Mills Act calculations, which is presumably when those uh, improvements are made, it will add value <clears throat> to the building, and at that point, the calculation would change for the balance of the period or for as long as it rolls. Is that correct, Mr. Jine, depending on which approach to value you use? Yes. Good morning, supervisors. Um, I did provide an updated um, revision um, to the planning department. The assessor reviewed um, all of the maintenance and rehab um, documents, and we only probably would consider the uh, upgrading of the storefront as an accessible item that would add value to the property. Um, and that would not occur until approximately, I think in year 2029. Um, so that is at that point, we would probably add value to the building, to the base share value. And from that point forward, it would probably affect the tax savings um, and also the market value of the property at that point. <laughs> And Mr. Jine, in the uh, assumption one that you provided that I was reviewing earlier this morning, in year one, you show a estimated property tax savings uh, that starts at about $107,000 rounded, which um, not a huge discrepancy, but is about uh, $8,000 more than was in Ms. Taylor's presentation. And of course that grows over time from 107,000 approximately to uh, a high of about 127,000 in the 10th year. Um, mm -hmm. 
I don't know if Ms. Taylor or Mr. Giant can explain the discrepancy of the difference between 99,000 uh, versus 107,000. Um, I, I, I believe it might have had to do something with the factor base for value that was originally submitted. I believe it might have been a 2020 factor base for value. And the, the most recent sheet is a updated 2021 factor base for value, which is the first year the actual contract would start for the Mills Act um, contract would actually start in 2021. And then Mr. John, can yeah. you... I'll take that at face value. It, can you explain to this um, ignorant supervisor uh, the second part of the Assumption 1 spreadsheet, the non-renewal status, and how that starts at the same savings in the first year at 107000 approximately, uh, and then scales down? Uh, is that Does that assume that the contract is terminated immediately so it only goes for one 10-year period is that the assumption there the non-renewal assumption um no so um the spreadsheet actually shows the shows 20 years um year the, the top part of the spreadsheet year one through ten would be a normal contract um if non-renewal were given um in the tenth year starting in the eleventh year the assessor would have to do an additional step to calculate the non-renewal value. Um, so that's what you, you will see in step 11, which I believe the estimated property tax savings um, bumps down to like 46,000. That's the additional step required by the assessor under a non-renewal contract. Um, so the contract is actually 20 years out, 10 years of a normal contract and 10 years under non-renewal. Um, and as you can see, and I apologize if it's a little confusing. So this the the bottom table is years 11 through 20. Got um, it. So in other words, if we were to grant this today, and yes. then at some point in the not too distant future, as we have done on, I think, four cases in the past, we were to terminate, it would terminate ultimately. I mean, if, let me say this differently. If we were to terminate at the end of our first 10-year term, so it went for an additional 10 years, for a total of 20 years, yes. the value of the savings would be that $1.168 million plus that 296000 Is that correct? That's correct. But, but there are assumptions, you know, the, the market uh, changes, so I, right. I can't predict it exactly. But, that's, but that's in, in round, in round yes. numbers. Yes, correct. that is very helpful. Thank you, Mr. Jine. I did not yeah. understand that that was years 11 through 20. Got it. You're welcome. I'm old and I'm slow. I've been accused of being old lately, so. Thank you, um, Supervisor Peskin. Do you have any other questions or, or comments? No, sir. Okay. Um, but subject to public comment, I uh, would be more than happy to um, recommend this to the full board as a committee report. Thank you. And I do want to reiterate that Brick and Timber has done really a lovely job of restoring contributory buildings in the Jackson Square Historic District, which was the city's first historic district. Uh, it is Appendix B to Article 10 of the Planning Code. Great, thanks for that too. Um, 
Why don't we go to public comment? Um, Mr. Clerk, are there any callers on the line? Thank you, Mr. Chair. Like before, at this time, there are no callers on the line, but I'm going to go through the script to give people a chance. Uh, hang on just a moment. For those who are watching our meeting on cable channel 26 or via streaming link or through sfgovtv.org, if you wish to speak on this item, please call in now by following the instructions displaying on your screen. That would be by dialing 415-655-0001. Enter today's meeting ID, which is 146-582-4744. Press the pound symbol twice and then press star followed by three to enter the queue to speak. And Mr. Chair, if you hang out for just a moment, we'll check to see if anyone is connected. Mr. Chair, we have no callers. Thank you. Um, public comment is closed. Um, Mr. Feldman, I see your hand up. Do, do you have some additional comments? If, if you don't mind, yes. Just uh, before you, you take the, 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 the vote here, I, I wasn't. Uh, I was prepared to speak about our project, but uh, Supervisor Pascal mentioned the Oxen Square, and I just wanted to say that we, we really are dedicated to the district, and and uh, we love it. And I guess you know. While elements of the highest level of our of our federal government continue to show a, a dedication to incompetency, that's as significant, you know, as the roles they represent. It's it's pretty heartening to see one of the country's greatest cities representing a commitment to seeing through every project, you know, despite a, a pandemic that has pretty monumentous impact on the basic functioning of our city and every single department being massively impacted as I'm seeing it and challenged by these circumstances. So, I I, I just want to say that you know getting to an additional hearing, you know, right before the holidays to discuss our project again. It's a testament to the hard work and, and the intellect of our city. And so I, I just want to thank the planning department for their tireless effort here. Uh, Supervisor Peskin as well, uh, his staff, the rest of the supervisors uh, on the committee too. Um, you know, we, we work with the planning department and the rest of the city to you know, create outcomes that preserves some of what makes our city so special and, and the Mills Act enable us to do so. Um, and th this is a process, this is just a lot of work. And I just wanna thank the individuals that collaborate with us to, to get it done. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Feldman for that and for all of your contributions um, to this important district. Um, so Supervisor Peskin has made a motion to um, recommend this to the full board um, as a committee report. Mr. Clerk, can you please call roll? On the motion offered by Vice Chair Peskin, this item be recommended as a committee report. Vice Chair Peskin. Aye. Peskin, aye. Member Haney. Aye. Haney, aye. Chair Mar. Aye. Mar, aye. Mr. Chair, there are three ayes. Thank you. See you all in an hour. Yeah. Mr. Clerk, is there any further business? There is no further business. Okay. We are adjourned. Aye.